0: Is it is disgusting for anybody to jump out of a box on top of a table where guests are dressed in their nice Versace and, and DVF and their Gucci and their Christian Louboutins and you are sucking your penis. <laughs>
1: yo what's up everyone welcome to the next episode of the bad for you podcast Uh, this is auntie garrett and i am chilling in my bathroom with a can of human remains why you ask let's find out
2: and i'm addicted to stinging myself with bees i sting myself on my hip my elbow on a finger my ankle my forehead on the tip of my nose the most I've ever given myself was between 15 and 20 in my left hip.
0: I really love stinging myself with these.
1: Last summer I was working in a warehouse cleaning out. And I found this small box. I open up the box and there's just a can in it. Take out the can and I look and it says it's the remains of Sarah Cramp. I didn't want to just leave Sarah there so... I decided she can move in with me, you know, and give her a nice place to live. Once we took her home though, you know, the roommates and I we all started growing attached to Sarah Cram's can and we started uh, a holiday that we celebrate every season called Night of Cram, where basically we just uh, make a bunch of insane food and feast all day. And,
0: Why, yes, tis me, Sarah Cram. And who may you be, you beautiful, strong, well-educated, perfect man?
1: I'm Elgarto, a.k.a. Little Grigio, a.k.a. Auntie Garrett, a.k.a. etc. Please don't hurt me.
0: Oh, I'm not here to hurt you, Little Grigio. No? No, I'm here to... Thank you. Thank me? For what? For all the fun times you've given me. And the memories we've shared. And every time you celebrate me on Night of cram. Yeah, no problem, dude. Just don't haunt me. I won't haunt you. To be honest, I'm kind of looking for a job right now. Was wondering if maybe you could help or I could, I don't know, work for you. Um, I I don't know. I mean, what do you got in mind? Like, you want to be, like, a a co-host or something, Sarah? I don't know about co-host. I was looking for something, I don't know, maybe a little more part-time? Hmm. Would you want
1: to be my intern? You can help with uh, emails and my makeup and stuff like that. Maybe do some readings.
0: Oh, my God, really? I'll start today! (laughs)
1: Saving for the future.
3: My mom was always leaving condoms on my bed or penis-shaped knickknacks on my nightstand. She was real in touch with her sexuality and always exposing me to it. However open she was, though, she had secrets, keeping her bedroom door locked tight, forbidding my entrance. So it was always a small victory to gain access to her chambers. One time, I managed to break in through the back door with my library card. Sitting to the left of the door under the window, was this ominous, medium-sized, gray trunk, as locked as the doors. I decided to rummage for keys. I looked in the dresser, hesitantly, checking the same drawer that once held this male thong, adorned with jingle bells. I found three small keys. One must work. One did. I opened the trunk, and at first glance, it seemed like my mom had a pretty extensive bandana collection. Upon closer investigation, these bandanas were holding all sorts of treasures. Dildos, short ones, skinny ones, fat ones, even ones with bunny rabbit and dolphin attachments. There were whips and porn and handcuffs too. I should have stopped looking around the trunk. I had uncovered so many treasures, but I just had to know if there was something else. Then in the corner of the trunk, under a bounty of bandanas, a whisper of white called my name. Something in a little ziplock bag hid itself from plain view. I held it up in the light of the window really unsure of what was in my hand. I thought about a couple weeks back when my mom told me her husband had a vasectomy, and how she makes all of her lovers get them. I was pretty young too, not entirely understanding the reproductive process. So then I thought, ew, because I was probably holding a bag of her husband's cum, you know, just in case they wanted to have another baby, they could stick the stuff in her or something. Either way, there was a lot of cum in the Ziploc bag In utter disgust, I threw the bag in the trunk, slammed it shut, and never looked at my mom the same way again.
2: Night of Graham recipe. So the bottom is uh, white tortillas, and there's a layer of White Castle cheeseburgers on top of that. And there's a bunch of ketchup squirted on top of all that. And then another layer of uh, white tortillas. And then I laid across. Oh no, then I poured a can of chili across that and spread that out. And then laid uh, 21 jalapeno poppers on top of that. And then put six pieces of uh, white American cheese laid across of that. And then then put the top uh, white tortillas just to top it off. And then you saw the decoration on the top. What's that called? Um, super John Castle.
1: Hey Sarah, I need you to read this anonymous story
0: read anything for 80 years since my passing but I'll give it a whirl a few summers ago I bought some Mali. I took it with my friend and it was fun problem was there was a lot left over so I took some more the next day not as great as nights before whatever still I had some left I took some the next day after work very similar to day two results Still had some more. Next day I took some again, more than I had been. Nada. This stupid trend went on until the end of the week. That weekend I was particularly joyless, but I had anticipated that due to my drug intake for that week. Monday rolls around and I'm still an autopilot emotionally. It was pretty interesting, having a lack of interest or feeling in everything. But I start to wonder how long this is going to continue. I imagine I was a very strange person to be around, and I bet my friends could back it up. A couple of weeks, maybe more, pass and the joy void is still real as ever. I make plans to go to Six Flags with a girl I just started seeing. Waiting in line for the roller coaster in a normal mindset, I would be excited or anxious or something. But today, I was nothing. I get in the seat and the employee slams the seatbelt thing on us. I fake a smile because I know this is where I'm supposed to be smiling. The coaster starts and we slowly tick up to the top of the big ass positive Superman ride. I wasn't getting any kind of sensation, even as we neared the peak. Not a single fucking thing. Then we make it over the hill and begin our journey down. Nothing special is being felt anywhere by me. My fake smile is wide open, and I probably make a fake ah noise. The only thing I sense is wind blowing in my face, letting me know we're going fast. The ride ends, and I say, that was awesome. Then we go home, and I pretend to enjoy sex. Then that ends. Then the relationship ends. Then somewhere... My timeline is an estimate. In there, I gained some joyability back, but it is definitely different. The story ends happily, however, because I eventually take Molly again, and it's a blast.
1: All right, I have my friend Seneca here with me. He lives at home with his parents. He just came
2: here, uh, took him a couple hours to get here because of the traffic, and yeah. now he's sitting on my toilet. How's it going? Um, not a bad toilet. It's very kingly. Uh, the traffic was terrible. I was actually hoping that I'd uh, quit smoking cigarettes today. I made it all the way here, but I uh, eventually succumbed to the stress of the uh, traffic. So there's no journey that's going to commence today. Nothing magical? No. Speaking of journeys, though, I did get these shoes. I'm wearing for nothing. (laughs) You got them in journeys? (laughs) No. I just got them for free. (laughs) I've actually... So I've I've had a lot of time to think since I'm not really doing anything. Um, And I was wondering uh, if... Like why they call uh like electricians journeymen like i've I've gone on a lot of journeys, and i mean i i i wish I could use that word, but I don't know a lot about how to fix lights yeah it's like you have to fix lights or you have to be a bench player and like yeah, you know like, like a team in, in a sports league I mean you can't be a star it's not that I have anything against electricians or electricity. I think both of those are are pretty necessary i I, I have no qualms with either. Uh, out of work electricians get annoying at Bruins games, but that's really like all Bruins fans are. <laughs> <laughs> electricians and plumbers. Yeah, they don't have. They aren't currently working, so okay. they have a lot of extra time on their hands, and all they do is watch the Bruins. They yell a lot. They like to yell, "Shoot it, hit them." It's pretty tight.
1: All right. So speaking of not working. Yeah. You um, don't work. I don't.
2: No. I mean, I work. I just don't have a job. Mm-mm. I mean, I like sell glassware. <laughs> I'm actually working on a podcast of my own, uh, talking about basically talking about how dumb Bruins fans are with my friend Al, um, Magic Al. Um, so we're doing that. That's a thing that I do like once every two weeks. I've been watching a lot of hockey. I do a lot of thinking too. Yeah. And what's it called? Uh, gallery gods. It's like the term is um, people in the cheap seats that are the real fans. It's like a Bruins specific term, but it kind of applies everywhere. Um, so that's going well, I mean, we, we just did the second one, but like I said, I mean, I don't really have a lot of, uh, things tying me down right now, I was thinking today a lot about, uh, burned CDs, Like my mom had a burned CD, because I live with my parents, and she was like, how do you clean this, I'm like, oh, this is a burned CD, and she's like, no it isn't, I'm like, yeah, it is, you can tell by the color of it, and then I get to thinking about burned CDs, and like, you can just copy CDs, what guy okayed that idea, and then the record industry lost tons of money, yeah, it was a weird time, you know, I feel yeah, like I guy got in a lot of trouble downloading
1: music and shit yeah
2: Napster Kaza I, maybe I advocate piracy
1: right, so I want to go back just a little bit when you were talking about selling glassware yeah is this like a Tupperware thing like you have Tupperware parties or...
2: <laughs> I actually should start doing that um, no I just have like a lot of beer glasses that I collected over the years of being a beer salesman and uh, okay. I feel like uh, I'm probably just going to bring them all to Salvation Army because I don't like looking at them anymore that's a good way to make a lot of money yeah exactly so uh, tell me a little bit about, about living at home um, I mean <laughs> I back it. I think living at home is pretty tight. I'm not trying to like make anyone feel bad if they can't live at home, but uh I, I have no problem with it. It's it's kinda like rehab. <laughs> and you know when you can when you come to the point where you're like yeah, I need to go home and put myself through rehab, you know, it's it's kinda just a, a, a thing you accept and learn to enjoy as much <laughs> as you can. Do your parents
1: enjoy it as much as you do? No, not at all. <laughs> no,
2: they can't stand it. My dad likes to huff and puff around the house when I leave a dish in the sink. Sometimes I leave a dish in the sink just so, so to hear if he's going to be like, oh, what's the problem? He won't tell me. So I'm just like, I don't know. I'm probably just being a chair. So who's doing laundry? Uh, I do my own laundry. Well, I mean, I have a basket of laundry I haven't done for a month, but no one else has done it. <laughs>
1: So at one point you'll do your own laundry? I've
2: done it once. I've done my own laundry once. Uh, I have a lot of clothes, I guess. I could probably start getting rid of some of those, too. I'm sure, i like, get rid of everything. I'm sick of having stuff. It's all stupid. Yeah. I read a lot of books about the end of the world, so, I mean, I also just have this sense of impending doom all the time, so I feel like I just have to get rid of all my stuff. So, you know, when they're coming, like, sift through the ashes of the houses, they I'm like, what's this stupid glass from a cider company that no one cares about? And it's like, why move out if it's just going to end anyway? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's something I struggle with, too. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a struggle. It is a struggle. But, uh... Dinner? How about dinner? Um, I, I I cook a lot of food. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh... I make myself food. Sometimes I make food for my parents. Sometimes I'll just let them eat my food. Sometimes I'll eat their food. It's kind of like a communal thing. Um, but I don't eat, like, anything cool anymore. <laughs> I just eat, like, fish, and yesterday I put a bunch of mustard on it. What? <laughs> yeah, man. Like I said, things are getting weird. Now I'm just trying to put myself through rehab. Is there, like, an end to it, or do you think you might, you think you might die there? As in, like, in, um, as an old man, not anytime soon. Oh, I mean, like, hopefully neither. <laughs> uh, I kind of, like, plan to die when we go to war with Russia. I don't really know how yet, but uh, that's kind of, like, the the... the sense of uh, false glory that I've created for myself So I'm going to be like some warrior in the fight with Russia. I don't even know what side I'm going to be on. In the Battle
1: of Upton?
2: Uh, no, I'd probably have to go somewhere else. Maybe like Manchester, New Hampshire. I feel like that's a good time. That town's ripe for a battle. That whole, like, worn-down mill loop of the Merrimack River. Yeah. There's Maybe. your geography lesson for today. That's the river that goes through Manchester, New Hampshire. And then also, it goes like... through Lowell. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Lovely. So what's your favorite
2: part of living on Um just not having to deal with anything at all <laughs> uh, yeah I mean I like to sit around and listen to Hank Williams and throw darts that's pretty good uh eat a lot of apples <laughs> sounds pretty good <laughs> I'm not complaining I'm not complaining I've done enough complaining for uh, for one lifetime so it's funny really,
1: since you've lived at home it's harder to get you to come
2: out well yeah because it's so far away I mean I'm like living at home now I'm in the woods and then I have to interact around to come here i have to sit through that awful traffic again yeah, yeah. i thought it was just
1: because l- being at home is so great
2: i mean it's comfortable yeah. i play a lot of uh, regular xbox i have this baseball video game from 12 years ago that i uh, i'm in this 20th year now like my like created guys are almost setting records and stuff so kind of seeing how that plays out then maybe i'll get a job once i'm done with that so you're reaching a really exciting point in your life i mean i'm reaching something i'm, I'm gonna get rid of the tv that i play it on because it has its own special gigantic television <laughs> This it still a really huge TV. Oh, yeah, it's gigantic. Oh, you can't shit. move it either. I think, like,
1: five years ago, you asked us to help you get out of
2: there. Yeah, it's never gone anywhere. <laughs> I've also started wondering, like, and I'm not, like, saying this to get, like, a cheap, like, laugh either. I, I, I'm wondering if I'm, like, partially autistic. I mean, that's just because I'm, like, sitting around thinking so much, but, like, I just, sometimes, like, talking to someone is so difficult for me to figure out, but then I can, like, sit down and do other stuff that's easy to figure out. Yeah. I shouldn't go on WebMD to, to, to identify with no, autism. No, I
1: feel like everyone thinks they're autistic now.
2: Really? Well, we all got vaccines. Huh? We all got those vaccines, get those flu shots, and all of a sudden you're autistic. I think that's how it works. This is taking kind of a dark turn. <laughs> so I'd like to have you come back sometime. We'll talk about uh, autism and vaccines, maybe? Yeah, that'd be a good one, actually. I think I could probably drop some good research. Uh, we should get Murph, too. Oh, well, yeah, he's the leading expert. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's the end of episode two. If you want to email me an anonymous story to read, it's badforyoupodcast at gmail.com. You can check me out on Twitter at BadFreepod and Instagram at BadFreepodcast. Thanks again.